Welcome to Podcast at Boatwright. I am Lucretia McCulley, Director of Outreach Services at Boatwright Library. Our author today is Lewis Schwartz, Associate Professor of English. Dr. Schwartz is the author of a new book, Milton and Maternal Mortality, which focuses on how childbirth was associated with fear, suffering, and death in early modern England. This landmark study examines John Milton's life and work, uncovering evidence of the poet's engagement with maternal mortality and the dilemmas it presented. Drawing on both literary scholarship and up-to-date historical research, Dr. Schwartz provides important new readings of Milton's poetry, as well as the medical practices and religious beliefs that surrounded the perils of childbirth during the 17th century. Lewis, thank you for joining us today. You're welcome. What inspired you to write on this particular topic? It's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting story, I think. Um, when I was first hired by the university in 1989, um, I was hired to teach Milton, but I wasn't actually a trained specialist in Milton's work. My work had been on uh, the lyric poem in the 16th century. And um, I had planned a dissertation chapter on one of Milton's sonnets, which happens to be about the death of one or both of his first two wives. There's a controversy about that question. And um, when I got the job, I hadn't written that chapter yet. And I realized that uh, my dissertation, while good enough to be a dissertation, wasn't really good enough to be a book. And I knew I'd have to publish on Milton if I was going to get tenure in this particular position. And I had training in, in, you know, in understanding Milton, but, but no, I had not you know, seen a project. So at the time, I happened to be involved with a woman who was studying the history of medicine and public health. She was doing a PhD in public health and a master's in history of medicine. And uh, while I was sort of fretting about this chapter I wanted to write about the sonnet, and I didn't know what I was going to write about it. I had various ideas, most of them connected to my ideas about lyric and very little directly related to Milton's life or his context. And um, she just asked me one day, um, you know, while I was sort of blathering on, you know, how did they die, these two wives that you're interested in? So people have been debating which wife it was. And I realized that I didn't know the answer to that and that none of the books I had read had given answer that question. Mm -hmm. And it seemed to me that there were things about the poem that suddenly might make a lot of new or interesting sense or better sense if I could answer that question. So she directed me to some sources and uh, later the relationship sort of fell apart but the friendship remained and we had planned to collaborate on, on the article with Cooper. But she ended up being very busy. She was living on the West Coast and uh, she ended up mailing me all of her her historical stuff, and saying that she wouldn't be able to, to collaborate. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there I had all this stuff, and I started working through it. And uh, one thing led to another, basically. I found that it not, that, 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 that contextual reading didn't only answer questions about the sonnet, but about a whole bunch of passages in Milton's work that all seemed to fall into place in a new way that no one had ever really considered before. Mm -hmm. So I just kept yeah. going and going and going. Right. Well, that's a fascinating story. <laughs> yeah. so, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Well, how did students contribute to the development of this book? Students contributed a great deal to it. Um, not only did I have both undergraduate and graduate students helping me with bibliographical searches and uh, proofreading and, and etc., but um, having to teach Milton almost every year 
which is something that I that I did in the early years of my, of my career here, although I do it less often now because we don't have the same structure in the major, um, having to teach Milton. And as my ideas about this material developed, having the classroom as a place to test it out. Because I would have an idea about how to read a particular passage, and so I would, I would say, okay, how does it look if we do this? You know, and then you know, I'd have very bright students who sometimes would respond very positively, sometimes seem very suspicious, and uh, mm-hmm. it forced me to, to rethink it. And I think it also um, helped me to, to develop a, a prose style that was clear but also rigorous. Because the, the need to constantly explain these things to undergraduates kept me from getting uh, caught up in sort of jargon, uh, particularly in the, in the early 90s, um, which you know, Mm-hmm. With. Right, so it sounds like the classroom kind of served as a lab for you. Exactly, in a way. exactly. Yeah. A very important lab. It still, it still does that you know, pretty much every day. Mm-hmm. Well, how can the University of Richmond community use this book to address various social issues on campus? That's the one question I, that I, I said before. I wasn't sure I had an answer to. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure that there's any direct way a book like this could, could enter those conversations. But there are some indirect ways. Um, the book is interested on, on some level with the, um, with the experience of, 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 gen- of gender, what it means to be embodied in a male body or a female body, and how the world looks different um, um, for, for men and women. The, the book is also you know, really concerned with the way that cultures deal with traumas of various kinds. So um, in those more general ways, I think it's possible. Also, you know, very, very concerned with the way culture understands um, reproduction, and so questions that remain with us today about uh, reproductive rights, for example, mm-hmm. and the place of the of the will in in relationship to those sort of bi- biological facts are very important, and theological sort of ideas are very important. Um, Milton and many people in the seventeenth century tended to think about uh, the burden that. A, Experienced childbirth as something that compromised her will, and um, that culture had to find a way of of giving her back some sense of autonomy. And many of the rituals that I examine in the book are about that. So the question of of, um, of the ways in which you know reproduction you know um, compromises a woman's autonomy is very much still with us today. <laughs> right. And the question right. of what kinds of legal and cultural structures need to be put into place to uh, to, to preserve what autonomy is possible for women in those contexts, given that women you know, continue to have children and, uh, mm-hmm. and their, their wills will be <laughs> compromised. <laughs> How do we deal with that fact? It's still an, an issue. And the book gives you at least one way of sort of seeing that, those contemporary facts in the long historical view. Right, and looking back always helps with some answers sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Not always, right. we, we might not want to answer the questions the same way they did. <laughs> Right. But um, but but understanding how the culture got where it is is really important. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Well, how would you envision undergraduate students using the book for their study and research? Well, obviously, it's a book that would be interesting to the students of Milton, mm-hmm. um, but also students in uh, in history or in literature and other in that period in different departments. And in other courses in the, in the English major, I mean, obviously, I hope that it's a book that will be of general interest to anyone trying to sort of come to understand the culture of that time 
and much of what I say about England in the book is applicable to other European cities in the period. So that would be the main, the main mm -hmm. way in which I would speak it. And our last question, how did library services support you in writing this book? They were indispensable. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> they really were. I could, not have, I could not have written a book like this in an institution like this without a library that was prepared to go beyond its own boundaries. And um, interlibrary loan was fundamentally that way. Um, Nancy Vick and Ron Cohen and Billy Cummings were incredibly good at finding all the things I wanted. <laughs> and, um, and then, I mean, I wrote the book over you know, 15, 12 years, and so it, the library changed a great deal, mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. things that took a lot of time and effort to find, and uh, that I had to get by interlibrary loan, for example, microfilms. Early in his books, and right. then having to reproduce those microfilms in readable Xerox form, having the printing offices found, and working with mm -hmm. them that way took a lot of effort. But in the latter stages, when I was going back and doing my um, citation checking and making sure the quotations were all right, I was able to do it all online. Mm -hmm. you know? Right. So, yeah, you mm -hmm. did see a lot of change. Absolutely, in that a lot of change. And, uh, yeah. and I, the book sort of, uh, the, the work got accelerated towards. And the other thing too is Marsha, Marsha Whitehead was very, very good at keeping the Milton collection up to date, and um, she was always you know, keeping her eye out for, for new books. And for for a, for a small undergraduate library like ours, you have a remarkably good collection of sort of pervasive research and content, and that's that's, that's a big thing. All right. Well, great. Thank you. Well, thanks again, Dr. Schwartz, for your conversation today. Milton and Maternal Mortality is available in Boatwright Library and is on sale in the University Bookstore. You've been listening to podcasts at Boatwright. Our host was Lucretia McCauley. Our guest today was Dr. Louis Schwartz. Editing and production was performed by Andy Morton. Visit Boatwright Library on the web at library.richmond.edu.